0: Good morning, basketball world. Welcome back to the NBA Moneyline podcast. This is episode 75. Took a few days off, but I'm back, baby. Back better than ever, I think. I don't know, I feel good. I've been feeling good this year. 2019 has been good for me so far, and I'm going to keep you updated because once it turns crappy, you're going to know. You're going to feel it in, the, in my voice. Um, by the way, I am Damian Palace. I am the self proclaimed NBA Pigs guru. Last night, got some picks right. Um, You saw the baby Lakers show a lot of heart in their overtime win against the uh, the Thunder. Uh, I could sit here and I could talk about how great Kyle Kuzma is, or I can reiterate what I've been saying about Westbrook over the last month or so. Uh, I think I'm going to do both. Start off with Brody, better known as Westbrook. And I'm going to say this again, his carelessness with the basketball is really hurting his team. His asset is his speed, but he doesn't always need to be in sixth gear. He doesn't always need to go his absolute fastest. He could take it down a notch. He could probably go three quarters of the tank and still have the speed advantage over 95% of the NBA. He's out here, He's, he's, he's taking these quick, long jump shots. Westbrook, I love you, bro. I love you. I love watching you play. They can't guard you. They can just get the uh, Paul George can pass the ball pretty well too. Let him knock it up top. Let's get some down screens for you. Let's get you coming to the basket. Get you momentum to the basket. And let's get you dunking on cats. Let's get you getting these air ones because you can finish. You can finish with contact. I've seen it. And in fact, I think. You finishing in the lane, finishing with contact, or ducking on somebody, even though it's worth two points, is actually worth way more than you hitting a three or a pull-up jump shot. I know one can be worth three points, and the other, but man, when you get into that lane and you're cooking it up and you got that step, there's no stopping you, Brody. There isn't. Stop falling in love with the jumper. It happens to me too, but I ain't as gifted as you, man. I got a bum knee. All right. I mean, you, you've had some surgery, but still, they're no match for you for your athleticism. And let's talk to you about my, my... I'm calling him coos. Kuz. I don't even sound good, but we're going to keep it. Kuzma dropped 32 last night in overtime. The man is a professional scorer. I and mean, I've joked with this idea before that Kuzma is better than Tatum. I wasn't fully serious when I first said that in the beginning of the season. I find Tatum, Tatum's playoff performance last season exceptional. I think that gives him the, the, the nod. I think that's a, it's an eye-opening. Um, and you gotta you gotta get your points for that. you gotta get your you know, your respect your props f- for what you do in the playoffs because that's what really matters. Um, but you know, I'm starting to lean that way. Maybe not better, maybe not clearly overall better, but it's really a pick your poison type of thing. I can't think of two two players in the league as close in skill set, numbers, style, age, all that jazz, as, I mean, I guess Kuzma's a little older, he spent more time in college, Um, than these two guys. And I'm really happy because those two are gonna lead the NBA in the next five years. And I think the NBA's in good hands. Speaking about good hands, Let's talk about, uh, let's dig in. Let's dig in with our hands. Yeah, that's what, that's what I meant to say. Brooklyn, uh, pick them. They're even at Orlando, 217 in the total. I really like what I've seen from Brooklyn this year. They had a bad week where they blew some fourth quarter leads. Uh, so they probably should be over 500 if you account for those. They've won two in a row. Both impressive wins versus the Rockets at Houston and the Celtics. Um, and meanwhile, there's really nothing special with the Magic. Ironically, though, their last two wins were also against the Celtics and Rockets. Uh, go figure. But I'm going to lock the Nets tonight. Lock them up. Miami, plus 1.5 at Detroit, 2 7.5 on the total, both teams have been pretty disappointing lately. The Heat started to look good a few weeks ago, but ultimately had too many of the same type player. Deion Wade is going frustrated with his lack of playing time, and I don't blame him. The kicker play, um, and it's just part of the game, I guess, when you have, you know, a Hall of Famer retiring. Um, not saying that Deion Wade deserves more playing time than, than D. Wade, but there is a spectacle to be made. Um, you have to play D. Wade. Every away game, he has to get his minutes. Um, and, you know, just because of the territory, um, I don't think they'll trade him or move him. Maybe he's just going to grow frustrated. Uh, I'm not sure if they're ever figured out. Anyway, the Pistons haven't really done anything special either, so I'm going to take the Pistons' money line on this one because, it's you know, no one's real special here. Memphis plus 11 at Boston, 208 on the total score. Interesting things, brewing in Boston. You see what I did there? Boston Bruins, brewing in Boston. Okay, Kyrie seems to have hinted that it's kind of hard and frustrating to lead some of these younger Celtics. Um, Being a leader is a job that seems like he underestimated it. Luckily for them, the Grizzlies have dropped 9 in the last 10 games, including 3 in a row. 11 points seems like a lot. But looking at the numbers, Boston has to get around 106 to 108 to guarantee a victory. The Grizzlies aren't that good when teams score around that area or higher. I'm going to take the Celtics to cover. Risky play, but the Grizz are really struggling. Spurs plus one and a half at Minnesota, 225 in a total. This is really hard also. I want to take the Spurs, but I also respect the Wolves at home. Although the Spurs have had a better season, I still view both these teams as equals. In my book, they're in the same pool. Uh, I think the best bet for tonight would be the over. And that's something, in the beginning of the season, I would have never said. I I view both these teams uh, culturally as defensive teams. Um, But, you know, Minnesota has a new coach now. The Spurs have DeMar DeRozan, who's a scoring machine. He can play defense, too, though. Uh, I'm going to have to grab the Spurs plus two tonight. Get that extra half point. You might need it. Cleveland plus 15 and a half at Utah. 214.5. 214.5. Cavs are banged up and the Jazz are starting to get their act together, but they're also banged up as well. I don't think Ricky, Ricky Rubio will be playing tonight, or Dante XM, or a few other players. Cavs have dropped 9 of the last 10 games and will lose tonight, actually, I don't know, they dropped 9 of the last 10 games, ignore that last line. It's a. Uh, the Jazz are playing well, won 5 in a row, 8 of the last 10, but I've seen this type of matchup before in my life. I've seen this type of line before. Logic says take the Jazz. The Jazz should take care of business. 16 points, so what? The Jazz are balling right now. The, the Cavaliers ain't got nothing, but no, 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 no. Logic doesn't really work in sports betting. You gotta, if anything, you gotta go with patterns and, and gut. And there's no pattern that Jazz are winning by 16 points, and my gut says no. So I am gonna take the Cavaliers plus 16 because it's way too many points. Um, I think Jordan Clarkson. Might have a big game tonight. I know uh, Alec Burks can ball. So, yeah, take them plus 16. That's a lot of points. A lot of cushion. A lot of cushion for the pushing? I don't know. But I do know New Orleans are given three points tonight at Portland, 233 in the total. I've written out the Pels a long time ago because I had really high expectations. I've seen them in the first month and a half, two months, and I was super disappointed. I thought they played very good against the Warriors. I thought they matched their tempo. They put some pressure on them, had the lead, big lead. I think in the third quarter, maybe 17 points, but that was like three shots for Steph Curry. Uh, I liked their last win against the Clippers. I thought that was a nice uh, dominating win, even though they did the end score doesn't say that. It was their game. Uh, Blazers have had a better season overall. Some would say they have exceeded expectations in the Wild Wild West. Both teams do a lot of scoring, so I'm going to lock the over tonight. Last game, Golden State. In LA, taking have taken on the Clippers, 241.5 on the total, and Steph Curry is in vintage form. I watched him against the Pels, and I was blown away. Every time he shoots the ball, there's millions of people across the world who just know it's going in. Uh, the problem for these guys, and, you know, Lord forgive me, is actually Kevin Durant. That's their bench. They, their bench is not deep enough, but Andre Iguodala seems to be able to hold that down. Kevin Durant, I know I sound crazy right now, but I study this game of basketball. I've watched a lot of Warriors basketball with KD and before he got there. When they move the ball all over the court, they're at their best. A guy like Klay Thompson, who's one of the best shooters of all time, could only dribble the ball four times and give you 40 points. With an offense that potent, Kevin Durant does too much. He stops the movement. He's an ISO guy. He likes to he, he mixes things up, and the other four people don't know what to really do when he's in ISO mode. For some reason Durant just doesn't want to make his job easier. Just cut to the basket, curl off a pick, coming up top into an open jump shot. His overall skills are definitely helpful. He's one of the best players of all time, but his style of play doesn't match the Warriors' philosophy. It just doesn't. Um, it's like he makes it harder for himself because he has the skills to score other areas. It's, it's really weird. Uh, but I talk all that shit just to really say pick. Tick the Warriors minus six. Um, Steph Curry bombs over Bag, Bag Oh, it's all right. Honk if you're horny. Somebody just honked uh, while I'm in my studio. Um, yeah. Warriors minus six. Okay. Somebody. Can you not? Warriors minus six. And that's going to wrap up today's episode of the NBA Moneyline Podcast. I am again your host, Damian Palace, And uh, thank you for coming out. God bless you. Good night. Basketball never stops.